Hello out there! It's time for the Hockey Minute, your source for all of today's hockey news with some opinion. Strap in for the fastest news in the NHL. This episode is proudly brought to you by fucking nobody. We don't have any sponsors. Now, here's your hosts, Brandon and Ryan. And here we are. Welcome back to another episode of the Hockey Minute. I am your host, Brandon. With me, as always, my co-host, Ryan. And today we have a very special episode for you guys. We have Zach Allard from the band Discrepancies. They're a local St. Louis band. Zach is a huge St. Louis Blues fan, and we're happy to have him. Zach, thanks for joining the show. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, hey, listen, I just I wanted to start real quick with, uh, I heard that you may have had some of your music played at the, at the Blues games or even featured on their social media. Could you tell us about that? Yeah, um... A uh, friend of ours, his name's Tony Patrico, he's a uh, radio DJ for uh, a uh, big rock station here in St. Louis, and he actually um, was also the DJ for the games, so he's a really big fan of the band, so he uh, definitely played a song or two. Uh, During the playoffs last year especially was his main time playing them. Uh, We actually, uh, there was a big, like, tense game one time, it was tied in overtime, and uh, he played our song right before the last face-off, and, like, seconds after the last face-off the blues won to uh clinch one of the series so that was cool that's got to get you fired up was that uh against dallas i believe so it was either the first or second round one of those yeah that's i i think that was the the round two against dallas i think i saw on on your instagram page and yeah i mean what's what's that feeling like when you guys yeah uh, were you at the game or did someone just send you that video i uh went to multiple games throughout the playoffs but uh the videos we had and the times that we've heard it were from people sending it to us or I there's twice actually when I was watching at home and I heard it on the TV. So that was really cool. <laughs> it's kind of like an indescribable feeling kind of thing. Just like like a big team like that is playing your music in front of 20,000 people plus whoever's watching on TV. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's unreal. Did, did, did you guys notice any uptick in uh, kind of listenership when you, when you see those kind of moments of exposure? Um, to be honest, I, I didn't look into it. I'm sure we probably had a little bit, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm not entirely sure because I think most people that are there know who we are uh, just as like a local band, you know. But uh, surely I would think that like some people would dig it and go home and check it out. At least I would hope. Yeah, absolutely. So, how did you actually start following the blues and hockey in general? It was kind of random. Uh, here at the Midwest, we have a, a gas station called Casey's, and I started working there uh, like shortly before I joined Discrepancies. And my boss was like a die-hard fan, and uh, he was telling me about how he goes to all these games. And I was like, "Oh yeah, sounds cool. I'm really into sports, but I you know haven't got to check out uh, hockey yet." And he was like just harping on me every day until I bought tickets that I needed to go. I ended up <laughs> gotten uh, tickets for Christmas. And I took my girlfriend and we both went. And uh, from there on, I started watching on TV all the time and wanted to go to, you know, all the games I could. So that, that was pretty much the start of it. Well, Zach, uh, you know, we'll talk about music as well in a second here, but just sticking with hockey. So just so you're aware, we've got uh, a writer in Montreal. We've got a producer and a writer both in New York. 
Brandon and I are in Vancouver. None of us have been in a city that's won a title this millennium. So I'm actually really curious. What's it like in St. Louis when you guys won that cup? I mean, I imagine everyone's just happy, unlike the cities we live in, (laughs) where it's just failure after failure. So, I mean, just just share. what, What was that run like for the city? Well, I mean, the Blues were failure after failure for years and years to come. Like, it was kind of like that team that we knew were going to either get to the end of the season and start choking or get to the playoffs and start choking. <laughs> and so we all were kind of like, oh, they're in the playoffs. You know, okay, that's cool. And actually, I think things kind of changed where we got uh, Jordan Bennington, like, halfway through the season there. And he's like a rookie that's, like, pretty much carrying this team now. So, of course, that gets people hyped up. And, um, yeah, but then uh, – as far as whenever we won, I want, I'm like 50-50. I wish I was there and I wish I wasn't because I don't actually live in the city. Um, but like I'm 50-50 on that because I have friends that were there and they say that it was just absolute chaos and people jumping on top of cars and right. and tipping stuff over. Nothing like, like, like setting stuff on fire or anything, but it was definitely a little intense. I was going to say that that sounds like when we lose the flipping cars and stuff, but that's okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah Vancouver, we just set stuff on fire, win or lose. But exactly. um, I wanted to, uh, like, do you, th- so this is kind of, I mean, hockey's obviously on pause right now. Is there any talk in the city? I'm curious about, you know, you guys technically being the defending cup champs. Uh, do, you, do you consider this a second year in a row? Like, you just, <laughs> you're just hanging on to it. Yeah, that's been uh, talked about, I know, for sure. And people are like, kind of like already like you know, making memes and different pictures <laughs> like, oh, well, you know, two years in a row, that's, you know, like breaking history. Da, da, da. But like, I don't really know if that's how I would brag about it, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know, like, <laughs> like, yeah, the season got canceled. So we won a second time. I, I don't think I'd be satisfied with uh, saying that for sure. Yeah, I don't think they're sending out rings for this year, if that's the case. Right, exactly. Yeah. So when, when you're looking forward for the, the Blues next year, what do you think is going to happen with Petrangelo? Do you think he's gone? I'm not entirely sure, man. I kind of hope that they can stick to what's going on right now because they have something really good going. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, like, I'm the kind of person that's like, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So it's like, you know, like right. you know, they have a good thing going right now with all their teams, so why change anything? But if they have to, you know they have to, you know. Right, right. Have Have you had a chance to interact with any of the players at all? I unfortunately have not. They, uh, I like right after they won, uh, they did a lot of like different like public appearances and signings and whatever. But unfortunately, I was working a full time job at the time, and I was kind of you know stuck doing that every day that they had something cool going on so <laughs> right 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 yeah um, with the the city the one thing that i noticed and just how the blues took they kind of they, like they really tapped into the community and there was the story of layla uh the young fan and that that like that was an international story but even the cup parade though it seemed so different because oh, yeah. guys were jumping out of their vehicles they were jumping off the floats getting up to the guardrail chugging beers with the fans yeah i mean i is is the Blues, are they, I mean, do you guys just feel like you're you're genuinely a part of the team now? Yeah, for sure. Like, I know that even before they won the Cup, they've always been a very, like, personal, almost like a family kind of team with their fans, which is something I've loved about them since I got into them. They've always, 
you know, they're always out meeting people. If you see them out in public somewhere, I've heard that they'll be the first person to ask if you want a picture or, you know, there's all really friendly guys. And so, of course, whenever you combine that with winning a title, of course, they're going to you know freak out and, and just be even more excited to spend that time with their friends fans for sure yeah you can even see that with uh, the way that it seems that they treat their alumni in st louis right i mean you look at all the guys that have kind of made that their home or or almost their permanent home and brett hall or gretzky those kinds of guys they must be doing something right yeah for sure i'm just sure you've seen the memes of uh brett hall getting absolutely oh. obliterated drunk oh, at all the festivities so good. <laughs> yeah and uh, singing gloria and whatever I've heard that clip of him singing Gloria a million times, and I can hear it a million more. It is, it's incredible. Yeah, it's absolutely hilarious. That, and then there's a picture of him. It's at like 2 in the morning. He's walking down the empty highway in St. Louis carrying the cup going to a bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, was almost like he, it was almost like he won the cup. Like he, he, he was just everywhere. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah he, he definitely, like that's his, I think he thinks, you know, like <laughs> He was pretty stoked on that. So he, he probably got a day with it, so he's probably half right. Oh, it's got nowhere to be in June, so it'll be at Brett's house, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, Ryan, did you have any more uh, hockey questions, or can we ask Zach some, uh, some music stuff here? Yeah, I wanted to get into the music side, obviously. And um, first of all, I listened to your stuff actually by chance. Uh, thankfully, Spotify recommended uh, your you know the the single undertow, and it was it caught my eye because the the artwork for it was an ice rink or a hockey rink. Um, so I mean, just talk about the band a little bit. What have you guys got going on right now? Is there anything in the works? Because you've got a couple new singles out, and uh, I, I imagine right now it's probably tough to get together in the current climate. But are you guys working on anything right now? Yeah, I mean, uh, right now we're definitely in like a, a I don't know what you would explain like a tough spot, I guess, because of all this stuff going on. We were supposed to have a lot of shows going on right now. We had festivals lined up. We were supposed to be playing with some of our favorite bands. And, of course, all of that's getting scrapped right now. And uh, so we're pretty bummed about that. But on the plus side, uh, last year or two years ago when I joined the band, we started recording our next album. And our single that you talked about and then Control also are, are both off that album, uh, which is hopefully... Uh, with all this stuff going on, hopefully coming out this fall. Um, not entirely sure on that yet, but uh, it was kind of just up in the air. It was supposed to be out a long time ago, but unfortunately, uh, not, I'll try not to bring you down too much, but <laughs> our producer that we had at the time uh, had got diagnosed with stage four brain cancer oh, and no. ended up passing away halfway through the production of the album. So we... Oh, uh, got kind of stuck and had to end up recording things with people out of state and just to schedule all that and get it all together was a hassle. So it's, we've definitely been sitting on this forever and we're ready to get it out, but hopefully this fall will be the time. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully man. I, that's on control that you mentioned too. That's been on my workout playlist for, I mean, pretty much since oh, I, nice. since I discovered it. Um, it's pretty obvious the the reference or the the musical influences I should say. I mean, I grew up on you know Lincoln Park and Deftones and and Limp Bizkit. I mean, is that similar to you guys, or was there any other influences that you had coming up? Oh yeah, for sure. We're huge um, uh, Lincoln Park fans. Uh, 
even like a POD, if you're familiar with POD, we're really into them as well. Uh, For sure. Um, trying to think of any more, but like those are definitely the main two. Um, we're definitely into Limp Bizkit on a musical side as well. Our rapper isn't too fond on the vocals, I guess, but I mean, you know, we love the music, <laughs> and you can kind of hear that uh, musical influence for sure. So, yeah, I was actually getting some Coheed and Cambria vibes as far as the music goes when I was listening to your stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was really digging it. Um, so when, when when you're making your music, do you like when you're when you're coming up with your tone and your sound? Uh, is, how, how much do your influences play a factor in that? Is that a conscious decision, or is that just kind of everything that you guys like comes out together that way? And I think that like since we just know what we're going for, that like some in our brains just like channels that side of our musical taste because we all listen to everything. So it's like not like you know right. we're just like a Linkin Park listening kind of band. Like I'm like a Slipknot fanboy, but I also just met Backstreet Boys last year and I almost cried. <laughs> so like I'm like totally across the spectrum as far as music goes. And like so I I think just just like whenever you're in that kind of a mindset like to like write for a discrepancy song, you just start to take that you know, the influence of P.O.D. and Linkin Park and kind of put it into that. Because I also play in a metal band, and when I'm writing for that, I, you know, take my influences from Slipknot and other bands like that for that, so. It's so funny that you say that be- about the uh, the Backstreet Boys, because I-, I find a lot of artists that I listen to, every interview, it's like, it'll be like, yeah, it'll be a, a metal band or a hard rock band, and they're like, yeah, but I grew up on country music. Right. Um, it, was that always... The goal for you, though, is just to be in a band with a sound like this, or did you ever picture yourself playing drums in, in any other style? I'm not going to lie. I never had thought that I would be in a rap rock band at all, to be honest. I uh, I started off, actually, like, when I was growing up listening to music, I hated metal and rock, like, could <laughs> not stand it. And I was, like, super into pop and Backstreet Boys, and my dad would blare Slipknot in the truck, and I would just, <laughs> just be absolutely miserable. Uh, and so I guess it just like grew on me eventually and then um, I ended up starting my own band when I was like 13 or 14 that had eventually evolving into my first band which was like a metalcore band like similar to like if you know like Asking Alexandria uh, stuff like that yeah. and um, it went from that and then I ended up joining the band that I play with now uh, called uh, Broken Youth uh, they're like a metal band they're still together we still play shows and then I guess just from playing between those two bands, uh, Garrett from Discrepancies had heard of me, and they needed help with a couple shows that their drummer couldn't do at the time. And I was all about it, and I came out and played with them and had a lot of fun. And as things went on, Steve, their old drummer, just couldn't you know, keep up with the shows with work and stuff, and they asked me to join, and here we are. Yeah, it's incredible, like the timing of it, too. Just uh, It's so funny how that all works out. And um, yeah, man, it's, it's all random for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up with two older sisters and, and I mean, I grew up on the boy bands and then uh, hybrid theory came out in 2000 and I was like, Justin Timberlake, who, oh, yeah. um, uh, where can we hear more from you guys? I mean, I, I found you on Spotify. Are you guys elsewhere? Yeah, we're on everything. Uh, we're on a YouTube. Uh, we have a website as well. Uh, we're on Apple music. It's literally on probably Every streaming platform you can think of. Awesome. All right. Well, how about we take a listen? This is the new single, Undertow, by Discrepancies. Man, I'm about to fall. This is what happens when you get back up. No matter where you go, through 
awesome, Zach. That was so awesome, man. If you like the new stuff, I think you'd really like that last album for sure. Well, hey, Ryan, do you have anything else for Zach, or are we going to wrap her up here? I think we've covered off a lot, man. Zach, I wanted to say just thank you for uh, for doing this and, and just being accessible. And, uh, man, looking forward to when life gets back to normal. If you guys come up to Vancouver, uh, I definitely plan on being there, man. So best of luck in the future. And hopefully you, your family, um, your band and their families as well are all staying healthy. And, and again, thank you for coming on. Thanks, dear. I really appreciate that. hope you guys are all staying healthy, too, and keep on doing your thing because yes i'm going here so thanks for having me on i'd love to be back on if you ever need me again just hit us up and i'd love to come back on for sure awesome thanks so much well thanks again to zach from ryan and brandon we'll catch you next time on the hockey minute we'd like to take a second and thank you the listener for joining us and a big thanks goes to our writers and production team jules mark and matt we can do this without you that's going to do it for us this is brandon and ryan we'll talk to you next time on the hockey minute Sorry, I think you're cutting out a little bit. Can you try repeating that one more time?